What's up, everybody? Glenn Wheeler here, finally making a podcast. You've been asking for weeks and weeks, doing a, a couple of hits on ESPN Radio with NFL stuff, and now I just decided that uh, I might as well take it to you directly, through the internet, through everything you've been asking. Brought to you by absolutely no one but you who listen. Uh, it's NFL. This is Kansas City. This is AFC West. This, is, uh, this podcast specifically will be going through some of the AFC playoff picture, one through three, four through five, uh, and then my sixth guy there in that wild card. There's going to be a lot of shakeup here, so we'll go through all the schedules remaining and who I think is going to last, who I think's not. Then we'll go through who's hot, who's not, my second half bloomers, and of course we're going to get our weekly picks here before the end of the podcast, just to give you a little bit of stuff. I haven't been too hot on Bovada.lv if you don't bet online. Good place to do it or find your local bookie. Um, we'll go through everything. I got a lot to say. This is my first one. It's officially the halfway point of the NFL season. So as Bill Belichick would tell you, this is now when you know about teams. Chris Long says it on the Ryan Russillo podcast, a former Belichick guy. Um, this is where you take it from it. And a lot of these teams have some good games left this year, and we're going to go through them. So just to go, we might as well get started here. I'm going to give you the standings, my one through six right now in the AFC. Uh, doesn't mean this is how I think it's going to finish because we'll go through all that later, team by team by team, which might take a little bit. But right now, just to give it to you, you want it, and I'm going to give it to you. One, two, three, four, five, six, and then maybe seven, eight, uh, maybe nine. But here we start. Number one in the AFC, Kansas City Chiefs. Why? Oh, Blaine, yeah, 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 you're a big Chiefs guy. Of course you expect it from me. Don't turn off the podcast. No, just let me talk. Let me talk. Kansas City, 6-3 and three right now. After beating the Minnesota Vikings, I think the Minnesota Vikings are one of the best teams in the league. I'll get to that in a little bit. But Kansas City, without Pat Mahomes, Matt Moore comes in, uh, shows up very well against the Packers. The defense does a little bit better against the Packers. Aaron Rodgers just made some ridiculous plays. And then the Vikings come to town. I know you say the Vikings are bad on the road. Kirk Cousins is bad on the road. But uh, the way the Chiefs were able to shut down Dalvin Cook, uh, I know they didn't have Thielen there for the rest of the second half, but the Chiefs showed in every facet of their game, defense, special teams with Butker, and then offense with Matt Moore. Tyree Kill had an amazing game. Uh, the run by the Williams for 91 yards. Chiefs just put it together. And that's what I was looking for for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, you lose Pat Mahomes at Denver. Everyone starts freaking out. Some of my buddies, oh, bring this guy on, bring this guy on. No, 
You don't need to do that. You sh- this is the time where the Chiefs get what they get and try to improve their defense, their run game, and everything in between. I'm not going to lie. I thought they were going to lose to the Packers and the Vikings. I thought they were going to drop them both. But even if they did, you still sure up everything you have uh, without Pat Mahomes. You don't rely on MVP to bail you out. You build confidence within other units before Pat comes in. And now they did that. They, they get one of the biggest wins of the year against the Vikings, a team who's won four straight. And you do it empty-handed. And now you get Pat back for the last half of the season. And you're going to be rolling here soon. Kansas City left. Titans, Chargers, a bye week. Then Raiders at home at Patriots, Broncos, Bears, Chargers. A very good possibility that the Chiefs win out. Yeah, yeah, I know the Chargers are hot. We'll get to that later. They could drop one of those, but every time the Chiefs go to L.A., that's a given. And then the last week of the year, there's going to be a lot on the line uh, against the Chargers. You go to New England and beat New England. Maybe they're banged up at that time. They play a tough schedule. There's just a lot. Kansas City could finish 13-3 and if they win out, and the one seed is still a very, very good possibility. The reason I have the Chiefs at one it's because I have New England at two. Why do I have New England at two? Well, you saw them yesterday against Baltimore. Everyone's saying New England's the best team in the league, without a doubt, the best defense that they've seen in years, but they didn't play anybody. Baltimore, finally a team with Lamar Jackson, some playmakers, puts up 37 on New England. Oh, now they look somewhat humane. Now, the New England gets a bye. They go to Philadelphia. They play in Foxborough versus Dallas. They go to Houston to play Deshaun Watson and the Texans. Then they have the Chiefs at home. Those four games are going to tell you everything you need to know. You get the buy. Belichick gets the buy. Of course, they're going to share some things up. But Doug Peterson has a buy with Philadelphia the same week. Eagles and Patriots are both on a buy this week. That game after this week, hmm, we're going to know a lot more about New England again. I think they have a chance to lose that game at Philadelphia. Call me crazy. Both teams on a buy. Both teams going to, like I said, that's a loss win. Then you go to, ah. Excuse me. You get the Cowboys at home, I think you win that game. Then you go to the Texans, I think that's a loss win. And then I think you get the Chiefs at home after those three tough games. I think that's an easy, uh, easily could be a loss for New England. New England could lose three or four of those games. Now, do I think they will? Probably not. That's why I have them at the two line. But I think they lose two of them. There's too much talent. There's too many good teams for New England to have to share so much up that we saw. Is their offensive line going to be able to produce enough? Yeah, their defense is going to be great. They're going to create turnovers. They did against Baltimore early. That's why they stayed in it. Or else that game's even more of a blowout than it is. And I'm not trying to say that New England's bad by any means at all. Let's stop glorifying him so, so much. Brady looked Jack be nimble, Jack be not quick in that pocket. They looked beatable. Finally, New England looked beatable. Yeah, they're going to sure some things up before the end of the year. They're going to be hard to beat in the playoffs. They get the Bills, Jets, 
or they get the Bengals, Bills, and Dolphins for their last three. That's plenty of time for Belichick before the playoffs to get rolling again. But I'm just saying here, in these next four, when they do look beatable, they will get beat one or two times, maybe even three. And don't be shocked. Don't act like it's the end of the world for New England. I'm not trying to say that for you New England fans that are listening to it. I'm not saying they still might make it to the AFC Championship and maybe in the Super Bowl. But I am saying right now they are beatable, and right now they could very easily uh, finish 13-3, and 12-4. And, and if they do finish 12-4 and four and lose three of their next four, Kansas City has a good chance of being in that one line, and Baltimore even has a chance to charge and, and be better than a lot of people uh, think they could. So number three, Baltimore. I had Houston at this line before I saw Baltimore and Lamar Jackson over the last mm, two or three weeks. Start of the year, you know, I, I believed in Baltimore just because the Chiefs have had so much trouble with them, with Lamar Jackson. Everyone's had trouble, really, with Lamar Jackson. What was it, the Browns? And a freak game. But Baltimore looks good. 6-2 and two right now, losses to the Browns and the Chiefs. Uh, that Chiefs game was a battle. It was earlier in the year. They get the Bengals, Texans, Rams, 49ers. Going to beat the Bengals. And the Texans have a chance here. They get Baltimore and New England back-to-back uh, in three weeks and in four weeks to really make them run themselves. Deshaun Watson has a lot to prove there. But I think they beat the Bengals. They probably beat the Texans could slip up to the Rams, could slip up to the 49ers. So if they lose two more games, they're sitting at 12-4. and four. I think New England could be sitting at 12-4, and four, and the Chiefs could be sitting at 12-4. and four. And it really was – it's going to come down to that Patriots-Chiefs game if all finish 12-4 and four, and the winner of that. Because Kansas City has Baltimore outright, uh, New, and Baltimore has New England outright. So if the Chiefs beat New England outright, then they'll catapult up and um, be that 1C. But – I see a lot right now of those three are the top three in the AFC. Now, I could be wrong. Like I said, Houston could make a push if they beat Baltimore after a bye this week. Uh, it's possible. It's possible. But right now I'm putting Lamar Jackson and Baltimore up there just because I like Baltimore's coaching staff a little bit more than I do the Texans. Now, I like Deshaun Watson more than I do Lamar Jackson, but... Uh, We'll talk more about Houston here. Houston, four. Get a bye, like I said. Then they go to the Ravens. Then they go to the Colts. And then they play the Patriots. Tough, tough, tough stretch. And I think it's the same with New England for Houston here. New England has the next, what, four weeks are the toughest of their schedule. The next four weeks for Houston are their toughest of the schedule. And we'll be able to sort some things out after then. But Get a bye. Go to the Ravens. I don't know what to say about that game. That's a toss-up. I think that the Ravens win that game, but I'm not going to put anything on it. Then they play the Colts. That's a win. Then they play the Patriots. Not sure about that one. Uh, they could win that one. It's a win-loss, like I said earlier. Then Broncos, Titans, Bucks, Titans. I think they win all four of those. So the Houston Texans, if they lose all three... They're a six-loss team, and we're talking about them in the wild card. But I think they win two of those, maybe beat the Ravens, maybe beat the Colts, a loss to the Patriots, and they're a five-loss team, and they'll automatically be 
uh, not in that 12 and 4 category that I think Kansas City, New England, and Baltimore are going to be in. Five, Colts. Colts in at 5 and 3 right now. They get the Dolphins, Jags, Texans, Titans, Bucks in their next five. And then, so the Colts could win most of those games and be up there with Baltimore, New England, and Kansas City, but in the last two of their last three, Saints, Panthers, and Jags. Nick Foles is back as well. That could be a tough matchup at the end of the year. Saints, Panthers, two losses in my mind, and then you get the Jags, and that's a tough one. So if the Colts lose four, they're a seven-loss team, and that's where my six, the Raiders. Four and four right now. Derek Carr looks good. They got a lot of mojo. They're back at home. They get the Chargers at home, Bengals, Jets. They win those three. They won three in a row. And then they go to Kansas City, which is going to be a loss because it's Andy Reid after a bye. Let's just write that one in. But then Titans, Jags, Chargers, Broncos, those are all winnable games as well for the Raiders. So if the Raiders lose two of those, they're 10 and 6. And we're talking about maybe the Bills at 7 going downhill. I think the Bills will lose four or five games at the end of the year. I think they lose to the Broncos. I think they lose to the Cowboys. I think they lose to the Ravens. And I think they lose to the Pats. If they do all those, they're 10 and 6 as well. I think the Raiders squeak in before the Bills do, but let's not not talk about the Chargers. That's my number eight, L.A. They're back. They're healthy. They look good. They dominate the Panthers. Their front four is finally where it needs to be. Get a new O.C., get some things running, make a change when they needed to make a change, and the Chargers are all of a sudden dangerous in the A.F.C., They get the Raiders, Chiefs, Broncos, Jags, Vikings, Raiders, Chiefs. It's tough. Now, if the Chargers produce like everyone thought they could at the start of the year, hmm, maybe they make something happen. Maybe they beat the Chiefs in the last game of the year. Maybe they beat the Raiders twice. Now, I don't think they're going to beat the Vikings, but those Broncos-Jags games look very, very winnable. Chargers, look out for them. That's my one through eight. Kansas City, New England, Baltimore, Houston, Indianapolis, Oakland, Buffalo, L.A. Change it up. So now for a little bit of different, let's go to what everybody likes as well. I mean, of course you love standings, but I love to bet on the NFL. Who's hot? Who's not? I'm not a big uh, spread guy, pick each game. I have a few teams that I think are hot that I like to pick. Earlier this year, it was the Lions. Uh, In the middle of this year, uh, it was, per se, Baltimore. I stayed away from Kansas City. Uh, Of course, early in the year, New England was a good one. Um, But really, when we're talking AFC... That kind of is about it. But my second half bloomers here, as we'll get to who's hot, who's not. I got a list of my second half bloomers. Browns, Chiefs, and then a toss-up between the Raiders and Chargers. Because the Raiders and Chargers play each other 
Chargers get the Chiefs twice. Raiders get them once. I think I like the Raiders to be the late bloomers over the Chargers because of the favored schedules I talked earlier. So Browns, of course, their schedule just goes to poop. And you're thinking, why are you picking the Browns when they're a mess? Freddie Kitchen's awful. I don't believe in the Browns. I didn't believe in the Browns. I made a bet with my buddy Will Blunt. Hopefully he's listening that the Browns would go 2-6 and six to start the year. And the Browns went 2-6. and six. But I also didn't pull them out of, well, I guess kind of does pull them out of the playoff picture. But in contention there late because I think they're going to win a ton of their games late. So I'm going to go through this week. I told you some of the teams I like. Week, what is it, 9 or 10? How, how do I not figure this out by now? But let me pull this up. L.A., Oakland, Thursday night, and this is what I'm saying. My late bloomers, the Chargers or the Raiders, the winner of this game is going to have full steam ahead to charge in the AFC. No pun intended. I think Los Angeles goes to Oakland. Oakland again at home. AFC West rivalry. Why do I like Oakland? Why do I like Oakland? I know the Chargers are hot after the Packers, but some reason on this Thursday night game, both of these teams are uber hot. Oakland gets one point at home. I'm going to take Oakland on the money line. I think that game's going over 48 and a half. I think it's going to be a score fest. I just worry about Derek Carr being able to get the ball out against, well, he does it so well, but uh, just against that Chargers defense and that pass rush, which has been awfully, awfully good lately. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Uh, for some reason, I just have a knack that I want Oakland to win that game, and I want this Oakland Chiefs game after the bye to be a good one. Uh, here in four weeks and you know I just want Oakland I want I want to see Oakland finally hit it before they get to Las Vegas and the AFC West with the Chargers Raiders Chiefs is back to where it was and back to where it should be just give me that give me Oakland Detroit Chicago Detroit gets three and a half at Chicago Detroit's been on the downturn lately I like I said earlier they're one of my favorite teams to bet in the NFL earlier in the year I, I thought they're a one of the best teams in the NFC North. I think they still have the possibility to. And I think they still have the possibility to beat the Bears because the Bears are awful. Mitch Trubisky is awful. They're in shambles. Detroit needs this one. They're going to get this one. Three and a half on the road in Chicago. Give me Detroit. New York, New York. The New York Jets get two and a half. Um at home, I guess it's it's a MetLife game, so both of them are at home. I don't know about this one. This is a this is a brawl. This is a game I'm staying away from. Two and a half is not anything I want to take for either of these teams. I don't know who's going to win this game. Is Darnold going to be good? Are the Jets going to be anything? Can Bell get it going at all? I don't know. If I'm betting anything, I think I'm going to take the Jets to turn Danny Dimes over, even though the Jets are the worst team in the league. In my opinion right now, I just don't know. I just don't know that I can believe in the Giants right now. We'll see. Ah, but then I want Saquon. But then I want Evan Ingram. And the way Saquon looked against Dallas a little bit, he was stopped. But mm, I'm staying away. New Orleans versus Atlanta. New Orleans at home. They're getting 13 points. That's a huge NFL spread. 
a huge NFL spread. I'm taking New Orleans minus 13. I'm taking the money line and a separate one just to add it to a parlay. Lock it in. No doubt about it. New Orleans going to boat race Atlanta. Baltimore-Cincinnati. Why do I feel weird about this game? A noon game. Baltimore comes off a win to New England. You get 10.5 at Cincinnati. Cincinnati is god-awful. I said New York. The Jets might be the worst team in the league. Well, the Bengals might. But this is kind of a rivalry there in that AFC North. And I, I I just feel weird about taking 10 points. Now, I think Lamar Jackson's going to dice him up. But I'm hesitant to do it, but I'm going to take the 10 for Baltimore. Buffalo-Cleveland. Buffalo 2.5 plus 2.5 at Cleveland. I don't think the Bills are as good as everyone thinks they are. Yes, their defense is good. Yes, it might give Baker some trouble. But I think Cleveland, like I said, second half bloomer. This is the game where it starts. I Last week, I... I was very, very hesitant to pick Baltimore over the Broncos. I didn't. I stayed away from that game. A, because I know the Broncos are better than they played. B, because, I mean, I'd, I had a bet for 2-6 and six Cleveland. I'm not going to go against it. But this one I like. I like Cleveland. I think this was the game I pointed to from the start of the year. Even though the Bills are 6-2, and two, they haven't played very many good teams Cleveland finally gets it going. They get Kareem Hunt back. They got Nick Chubb. And those two, in addition to some of the weapons they have outside, are going to be able to take some relief off Baker. I'm interested to see how Freddie Kitchens uses Kareem Hunt. Now, remember, Kareem Hunt was one of the best running backs in the league for multiple years with the Chiefs. Add him with Nick Chubb. That is dangerous. That is dangerous for any defense, even if it is the Buffalo Bills defense. I think Cleveland shoves it down their throat, wins the battle up front. Even though their offensive line is bad, they got two bruisers, and those two bruisers are going to be tough to stop here in the second half of the year. Give me Cleveland, two and a half at home. Arizona, Tampa Bay. This is a head scratcher. I mean, you got Jameis who could throw three picks and ruin everything. That's why I don't bet on Tampa Bay because it's just a wash every week. You don't know what you're going to get. But then you got Arizona, a team that played the 49ers a little bit close last Thursday on Halloween. Kyler looks good. Uh, Cliff looks better than I thought he'd be in his first year at Arizona. They get four and a half, or they're plus four and a half to Tampa Bay, excuse me. Over under 51, I think it's going to be a score fest. I'm not taking the over or anything there. I'm just going to stay on the spread. And I'm taking Arizona plus four and a half. I think they go to Tampa Bay and create a little bit of trouble for Tampa Bay's defense. You're coming off a game against the 49ers, like I said, that 49ers defense was legit, is legit. Kyler looks fine. 25 points. Give me Arizona. Miami, Indianapolis. Ah, Miami might be hot, huh? Won a game. How about them? But the Colts, not looking like they're going to have Jacoby Brissett. Brian Hoyer. Versus Miami at home. Brian Hoyer getting 10 points at home. Uh, minus 10 and a half. Mm. Am I going to take the 10 and a half? That, that half is, is really, really what puts me over because I just don't know about Indianapolis right now with Hoyer. Yes, when Brissett comes back, they're going to be fine. But Indianapolis goes to Pittsburgh, drops that game. Uh, Miami, in my mind, mm. I'm staying away. 
And I'm staying away from the 10.5 with the Colts because of Brian Hoyer. And that's that. Carolina Green Bay. Five points Green Bay favored by that 325 matchup with Carolina. I'm taking Carolina Moneyline plus five. Why? I don't know. Is it dumb? Maybe. But did the Chargers show something to Green Bay that they're really going to have to fix? Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers put up an egg against a struggling Chargers team. An egg. Does this open the door for the Vikings? We'll see. Carolina, plus 5, plus 10. Kyle Allen has a day. Uh, he's the starter now. Cam's out for the year. That news just broke today. Uh, gives a little bit more confidence to his team. Christian McCaffrey, he's the best running back the Pack have seen. I, I think Kyle Allen can do it for this Panther squad, and he showed that he can. So Green Bay, after the loss, uh, they're going to go downhill a little bit, and my Minnesota Vikings might charge. Los Angeles, Pittsburgh. Los Angeles favored by the Rams, of course, favored by four points at Pittsburgh. Four points. Pittsburgh, I'm not sold on. They don't have a running back. This is Los Angeles's game to get back on track and get rolling for the second half. Because I think they will. I think Todd Gurley's got to be better than he wa- than he has been. I think there's some shake up there. Uh, Cooper Cup needs to get healthy and, and get going. I think he's back. He's fine. Um, I like this Rams team here in the second half to make a little bit of charge. Give me them four points plus the money line at minus 190. Uh, give me the Rams. Minnesota, Dallas. I love this game. Sunday night football. Just two bruisers of the team. Minnesota coming off a bad loss at Kansas City. Not a bad loss, but um, maybe one they felt like they should have won. But they go to Dallas primetime. Primetime Kirk Cousins. I know. Don't bet primetime Kirk Cousins. But this is the game where I think the Vikings finally make a statement that, hey, Kirk Cousins actually might be here to play this year. Even though he didn't play well against... Kansas City outdoors, indoors at Dallas, prime time. Dalvin Cook, got to sure up. No Thielen. You got Diggs. Can Kirk Cousins do it? Um, and does ha- Dallas have uh, their best linebacker? Maybe not. He's still questionable. I like the Vikings. I like the Vikings to bounce back, beat the Cowboys. The Cowboys just haven't looked good this year. We'll see if they do in this game. But give me Vikings plus three, plus 140 money line. I think they win it outright. And beat the Cowboys. Then the Monday night game. This is another good one. You got some good games this week. Minnesota, Minnesota, Dallas, Seattle, San Francisco. I even like some of these up top. Let us say Detroit, Chicago, L.A., Oakland. But Seattle, San Francisco. Is Seattle as good as everyone thinks they are? Can Russell Wilson continue to do this? Seattle plus six at San Francisco. I'm trying to think about this game a little bit. Flip a coin. That's what I say. I'm staying away. I don't know how good Seattle is. I really don't. I'm looking at San Francisco saying maybe I don't know how good they are either. Struggle with the Cardinals. Um, Kittle looks to be healthy. That's going to be fine. But is San Francisco going to finally have this comeback down to earth game? I think it was a little bit against the Cardinals, but it was also Halloween, kind of a freaky Thursday night. But for some reason, I feel like San Francisco may not be as terribly good as everyone thinks. It may not be the 
through and through best team in the NFC. I think the Saints are really good. That's why I'm taking them for the 13. And I also kind of feel the same way about Seattle. It's two of these teams that are hot. Combined between the two, only have two, three losses. Um, this game's going to tell you a lot about both these teams. I think it's going to be close. Um, the unders at 46. Maybe you take the over there just because it's a back and forth, and maybe you take the under just because it might be a defensive battle as well. But I'm taking Russell Wilson over Jimmy Garoppolo. Give me Seattle plus six, and give me Pete Carroll on a Monday night football game. There you have it. There you have it. That's a good one. Pick them. Parlays. I feel good about those. I feel good every week, but I feel good about those. Now, if you made it through all that, then I'm honestly impressed because the second half of that, that betting part, could be way more fun. I think I need a buddy on here to do that with me so we can go back and forth. Me just saying my views for that long and that monotone, I feel like I was so much, whatever. Now we're getting to a little bit of spice. My MVP pick for 2019, the halfway point. You can't pick one that right now. You can't pick who's hottest right now. You got to pick the guy who is the reigning MVP, who has the most favorable schedule left, who has the hottest team left, and in my opinion, probably one of the best teams in the NFL left. I think Pat Mahomes is going to win the MVP again. Call me crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. What the fuck? You're crazy. Here's why. Chiefs are hot. He's going to go to, if he plays against the Titans, he's going to toss it for 400. Plays against the Chargers, bye. He's going to go to Foxborough and win, and everyone's going to be talking about Pat Mahomes. If Pat Mahomes goes to Foxborough and beats the Patriots, all the talk is going to be on the Chiefs. All of it. And you get three, three more weeks, Broncos, Bears, Chargers again to just keep it rolling. And if the Chiefs keep it rolling like I think they will, Pat Mahomes is going to numbers, 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 going to be ridiculous. And he's going to win the MVP again. Russell Wilson, it's, there's just not enough flair there. I mean, yeah, he's been amazing in the first half, but he plays in Seattle. Seattle's not going to be as good as Kansas City. Um, just, it's, it's just bleh. I mean, you could point to Christian McCaffrey. I wouldn't disagree, especially if they keep winning games with Kyle Allen. And then if Baltimore somehow makes it in that top two spot, you can really, really talk about Lamar Jackson. But I think it's between McCaffrey, Mahomes, and Lamar Jackson. And I'm going to take the best player in the league in Patrick Mahomes just about every time. So my MVP, Pat Mahomes.